The Heather McCoy Show. And welcome to The Heather McCoy Show. In our middle segment today, I'll be talking with the director of Records Collecting Dust. It's a new film by Jason Blackmore. I'm going to be talking with him. It's screening locally at the Frida Cinema this Saturday, the 28th. And rounding out the hour, we'll have Jessica Solich, the founder of the Vegan Street Fair, which takes place this Sunday, March 1st in Los Angeles. Robert Larson has a week off. He gave a talk at a historical society last night, so he's a little bit plumbed from that. But first, we'll start off our regular with our regular contributor, the blogger behind FillTheSchemes.com, Neil DeMoss. Welcome to the show, Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so I know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. The NFL Battle of Los Angeles has officially begun with the Chargers and Raiders announcing that they intend to share a stadium and use a model of payment for the stadium that the 49ers use in Santa Clara. The implicit message behind their announcement was to Rams owner Stan Cranky, which amounted to stay in St. Louis. At least you have a massive subsidy there. Uh, can the NFL settle this with a three-way dispute and a mud wrestling match between the three, <laughs> three owners? I, you know, I, I'm sort of feeling like like I should be getting in on this, you know? Yeah. Maybe I should announce a $1.8 billion deal to move to Los Angeles. <laughs> I feel like suddenly, you know, it's been 20 years and everybody's saying, oh, you know, going to Los Angeles is too expensive. There's no real upside. People, you know, there aren't, aren't uh, partic- don't particularly get attached to, to one team. But I don't know, man. It seems like it's it's totally the new black. So um, it, the the interesting thing here, yeah, I mean, it seems like the Carson Stadium deal almost is a sort of like you said, almost a, a shot across Cranky's bow. N- not so much saying, oh, hey, we've got a better stadium deal than you, but we can outmaneuver you, outflank you with the NFL, right? Yeah. Because um, it seems like. You know the the Carson deal is, if anything, even more nebulous than the um, the Inglewood one, which was already pretty nebulous. But um, the uh, the one thing it has in its favor is that San Diego and Oakland, at this point at least, don't haven't offered to throw lots of money at the Raiders and the Chargers, whereas St. Louis is offering to throw lots of money at the Rams. So the NFL seems to be taking the bait a little bit and saying. You know, because they're they're hinting. You know, Eric Grubman, their their vice president for for stadium uh, demands, has at least been hinting. Oh well, you know, we could approve this. Whereas they have decidedly not said that about the Rams move. Um, and you sort of wonder is you know is this just the Chargers and the Raiders apparently sort of jumped in at the last minute, trying to to outmaneuver the Rams and say you know hey. Um, we can come in there and and ha- stake a better claim because the NFL will like will like us better. Well, the one thing that kind of raises red flags in my brain is like they're not going to allow two teams from the AFC West to can, you know share a stadium. One team is going to have to move over to the NFC, and I just don't see that happening. That that's kind of to me this. Oh yeah, because like teams never move back and forth between the AFC yeah, and NFC. That's true. <laughs> well, traditional I mean, rivalries. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I think that if it comes down to it, that's going to be the least of anybody's problems. Yeah. You know, they'll they'll figure something out. Um, and I think you know clearly everybody's first choice is that. Sorry, when I say everybody's, I mean everybody within the NFL, not necessarily regular human beings like you and me, but um, everybody's. You know, the NFL's and the team owners' first choice is that all three teams get new stadiums where they are and don't have to pay very much for them because the public 
coughs up lots of money, and L.A. still stays vacant. I'm not sure if that's, well, I was going to say I'm not sure if that's totally Cranky's first choice, but I think, you know, if you offer Cranky enough money in St. Louis, he obviously would be stupid not to take that versus having to pay for something himself in Los Angeles. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's a lot of gamesmanship left to happen. Apparently, Inglewood is voting today, possibly, on uh, having a, uh, a uh, you know, on approving the Inglewood Stadium without having a referendum to this screwy thing where you propose a referendum and then the city council votes not to have the referendum because signing petitions for a referendum is apparently the same as voting for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I, you know, somebody asked me this morning uh, on another radio show that, uh, you know, what I, was, what I thought was going to happen, and I said, you know, probably the front runner at this point is all three teams stay put, and second would be something happening in Carson and somebody moving there. But, I mean, you know, there's, there is no clear front runner at this point, you know? I mean, there are a million different scenarios that could play out, and all of them are kind of equally unlikely. Well, the one trap that I would think that would moving to L.A. would, would mean would be when the CET scandal starts mounting and mounting and mounting, L.A. would seem to be the first market where, or one of the first markets along with Seattle where I could see a backlash among fans faster in L.A. and Seattle than in St. Louis or San Diego. I don't think the NFL thinks that way, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I really, I really don't think the. I think the NFL is just conti- is just it's too big and too scary, and they can't face that future. So they're just like pretending it doesn't. <laughs> not that doesn't exist, but they're pretending it's not going to be a problem. Yeah. You know, it's like okay, it's sort of like the people who look at global warming <laughs> and say, you know what, we'll figure out some kind of technology to fix it. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they do. I mean, with the helmets that are concussion Exactly. Proof, no, yeah. no. It's, yeah. it's a direct parallel, you know, where I think it's like, well, we don't know how to fix it yet, but we're confident that, you know, human beings are innovative, and just around the corner, somebody will invent a magic bean that will solve everything. Yeah. With this announcement with by the Raiders and Chargers, is what they're hoping this will lead to, as you mentioned, was more recept- a more receptive relationship in their respective home markets with their city governments, hoping to shake more money out of the trees i don't will that happen or will people get more resentful because it seems like the chargers and the city of san diego have a really cantankerous relationship at this point yeah and 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 mark fabiani from the chargers has not been helping by you know yelling at the (laughs) city officials in san diego constantly um you know they don't have to like each other right they just have to sit down at a table they just have to fear each other um and I, you know, maybe not. I mean, maybe this is the point at which, uh, at which uh, you know, San Diego officials say, you know what, we're not going to deal with you, fine, you know, don't let the door hit you in the butt on the way out. But I don't think so. You know, that never happens. Even, you know, in places where you feel like, you know, the, the earth has been salted, um, there is always an opening for somebody to come back and say, okay, well, let's figure out some kind of a deal, because it seems like nobody, you know, nobody wants to be the mayor who said, you know, okay, fine, move, you know, it's, this is too rich for our blood. Yeah, um, well, but the funny thing, though, is, is, like, I was alive when the Rams moved out of Anaheim, and I don't remember the Anaheim mayor who let that happen. I mean, it's not like their names will be burned in effigy if this happens. I don't understand. No, I mean, and this this is the thing that drives me nuts, right, is that you actually do have examples of 
mayors and elected officials who have been punished for giving away way too much money to stadium deals, right? There was that, not a lot, but there's that state senator in Wisconsin who was recalled. I think the only state senator in Wisconsin history who was recalled after he cast a deciding vote to give the Brewers money for their stadium. The mayor of Miami got um, booted out of office for the Marlins deal in part. Um, you know, there there are examples of pe- places where people got angry enough that, you know, they uh, they kicked people out of office. And, you know, tell me who the mayor of New York was when the Dodgers moved out of Brooklyn. You might know that one. I but don't. It's, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think anybody does, you know. And, and it, he certainly wasn't, wasn't uh, you know, didn't lose the next election because of it. Um, and, the, you know, people, I, I, I feel like this whole... You know, we don't want to be the. I don't want to be the guy to lose the team. Thing is more butt covering than anything else. You know, it's a, it's a, a rationale for. Well, I don't want to be the guy who lost the team. I don't care what the, what the populace thinks. You know, even if people aren't going to blame me, it. I I won't be able to show my face at the mayor's meetings. You know, if <laughs> if the the NFL, if my the local NFL team kind of, uh, uh, you know, showed me up. So I have to. Like save face almost by giving in to their demands. It's a very very strange world um, that we have right now of local uh, municipal government, um, where you know success is seen as caving in to anything that local <laughs> local major corporations want. Yeah, I just want to mention that being near San Diego, I've heard Mark Fabiani interviewed on local San Diego radio, and his interviews bear an uncanny resemblance to Paul Newman's character Reggie Dunlap talking about the Charlestown Thieves removing the Florida in the movie Slapshot. <laughs> I've talked to him, and he's not he's not as as you know. Uh, cartoonishly evil as some of the people have been, you know, I mean, he, he, he actually seems to, to understand and be able to acknowledge some of the actual issues here. Um, but, you know, it's his job, right? Yeah. I mean, his job is to, is to try to shake, the, that's, that's what he's there for, is to try and shake loose money by any means possible. And it's been really hard, you know, I would say to San Diego's credit, but I think part of it is just that, um, you know, it's legitimately difficult to find enough money for a giant stadium um, in San Diego, so that will actually, you know, not. I mean, somebody's going to be left holding the bag for that, and it's hard to it's hard to 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 get that deal through. And California, to its and this is to its credit, does make it more difficult to you know to just like push through a whole lot of subsidies without having some sort of vote. So, um, I, you know, I don't I don't know what happens next. I mean, clearly, this, you know, they. They didn't say we're moving to Carson. They said we're going to look at Carson at the same time we're looking at San Diego. So clearly they want the door open there. Clearly they want to uh, uh, see if they can get something done there. Uh, you know, I don't know if going back to the old uh, uh, develop the land around Qualcomm, you know, and build this new stadium there thing would work. I don't know if they can try and push through something like what's going on with Englewood and, and, and Carson um, where, you know, it's like uh, – you know, try and get around the public vote piece by having one of these strange referendums that isn't really a referendum deal. Um, I, I, you know, I expect many, many more twists and turns in this thing for in, in the coming months. Um, but I think we're talking about months now. You know, I think a year from now we will know something about where these teams are going to be ending up, even if it's not completely definitive. Yeah. As everybody, you know, just because, just because everybody's rushing to, to get something done. You know, nobody wants to be um, 
you know, second in line for L.A. if somebody's going to move to L.A. Yeah, as mentioned earlier, the Chargers and Raiders are saying that their new stadium in Carson will be funded like the 49ers stadium in Santa Clara, where it's PSLs that did most of the funding. Do you think that model can be picked up and moved in San Diego or Oakland? You asked the question, but I didn't get it answered. Yeah, I mean, I think that the jury's out a little bit. I think it's possible that conceivably you could raise enough money from naming rights and PSL sales. And, um, and I mean, it, it's obviously easier in L.A. than San Diego or Oakland, right? Um, but even there, it's not, a, it's not a sure thing, right? I mean, even in, in Santa Clara, it wasn't a sure thing, right? They managed to do it, but there's a reason why the 49ers made sure that if the PSL didn't sell, it was going to be Santa Clara on the hook and not them, right? They had that complicated, like, we loan you money and then pay you rent to pay back the loan to us thing. Um, and uh, the, uh, so I think, you know, the, it's, it's a question less of will it work than what is the risk that it won't work. I think the risk in Santa Clara was moderate. I think the risk in a place like Carson would be moderate to high, and I think the risk in a place like Oakland or San Diego would be pretty high. So, yes, I think it makes sense that the Chargers would rather take on that kind of debt in Los Angeles and San Diego, but I think, again, the ideal scenario for them is that they get a stadium where they're not taking on that kind of risk. You know, as we've said many times before, you know, new stadiums have a very hard time paying their own way, even with a lot of PSL sales. And um, I, and I would add also that a big uh, consideration for how likely any of these things are to be able to pay for themselves has to do with um, whether the NFL is going to give them G4 loan funding, whether the NFL is going to require um, um, relocation fees for the teams moving to L.A. Because, you know, if you tack on half a billion dollars in relocation fees for two teams, um, that suddenly takes it from, you know, moderate to high risk to, oh, my God, there's no possible way this can pencil out. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, in Jacksonville, the Jaguars' owner is trying to blackmail himself if he doesn't get the subsidies he wants for stadium improvements. Somehow this seems fitting coming from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I posted a link to uh, to uh, Woody Allen and Take the Money and Run, you know, doing his inept, uh, uh, I have a gub attempt at, at holding up a bank, and then somebody else pointed out to me that I really should have used the Blazing Saddles clip of uh, holding yourself hostage. Yeah. Um, you know, this, this whole thing with the Florida uh, state subsidies thing is so sad and cartoonish, um, where the, you know, this is the, the thing where, where they the state announced this new procedure where everybody was going to have to apply for state, funded, state subsidies every year, which just wound up being fill out a form and then we'll give it to you. Um, and now it looks like it may not happen this year for various reasons. So the Jaguars owner was like, well, we're just not going to go ahead and do the renovations we wanted to do if you don't give us money for it, as if anybody other than themselves cares. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and... Th- by their own proposal, they're going to make more on the uh, on the renovations than it's going to cost them. So, first of all, why are you then asking for public money to do it? <laughs> and second of all, why are you threatening not to do it as if this is something that is going to you know 
force the state legislature to act. Oh, my goodness, you know, it's not going to be new. I forget what it, even what it is, video screens or new luxury seats or something like that, as if anyone cares about that other than the Jaguars accountants. Yeah, we'll leave off in Tampa Bay where owner Stuart Steinberg made the earth-shaking announcement that he'll be ignoring his lease with St. Petersburg in 2022 and start negotiating with other cities. I don't know about you, but that announcement sure has me sitting on the edge of my seat. And it's better than that because he, it just means in 2022, according to the lease, right, he yeah. can't start negotiating then. So he really can't start negotiating until 2028. So somebody, I mean, this, 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 I almost don't blame Sternberg because, like, the, the, this was a press question where somebody said to him, well, you know, your lease is up in just another 13 years. Does that mean that before then you would have to start thinking about where else you'd want to build a stadium? And he said, yeah, sure. Um, and suddenly this became the front page of all the papers. Sternberg says the clock is ticking. Um, you know, uh, newspapers are sports team owners' best friends much of the time, <laughs> yeah. and this is one of them. Yeah, definitely. My guest has been Neil DeMossi. He runs the blog at fillthescheme.com. You can always catch his uh, daily updates there. Thanks for being on the show this morning. Cool. See you next week. And we'll see you next week. Of course, you're listening to The Heather McCoy Show. My guest after um, this musical break is Jason Blackmore. He's a director of the film Records Collecting Dust. It's going to be screening this Saturday night at the Frida Cinema. Stay tuned for that. This is The Heather McCoy Show.